International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, looking at the groups and teams of the 2023 African Cup, played in Ivory Coast in January 2024. This episode is looking at Group F, Morocco, Congo DR, Zambia, and Tanzania. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada, Series 20. I'm Kevin. And I'm Connor. And today we are looking at Group F, the final group for the African Cup 2023 tournament. This is a group that uh, contains Morocco, Congo DR, Zambia, and Tanzania. Yeah, and we usually give some information about our past, present, and future media casts at this point. Uh, if you want that, uh, we'll direct you to the video on our YouTube homepage, uh, which covers that information, and the address is on the screen there, and listeners will be able to find it in the show notes. That's right. For now, we'll just say that we are currently focused on the 2023 African and Asian Cups, both being played in January 2024. And we're producing this group and team series as well as a player series for each. Right. Uh, okay, well, let's uh, move on with this, uh, with this one. Yeah, so this series previews the groups and teams for African Cup 2023, which confusingly takes place in January 2024. And we're changing our usual format here because we did a full series for the 2021 African Cup, which was played in January 2022. Yeah, and there we did the usual overviews of World and African Cups, as well as a look at their local cup history. And that series featured a deep dive into the team's history in the African Cup finals. And as always, it examined the recent history of the teams. Yeah, so we think it's a bit too much to repeat that every two years. So in this series, we're only going to do that for the teams that were not involved in the 2021 African Cup. For those that were, we will provide links and even times in the show notes so that it can be easily reviewed. Yeah, in this series, uh, for teams that were covered in the 2021 African Cup, uh, we're going to give a summary of their history as well as their recent history. That's right. So why don't we look at the three sections that... Uh, we're going to cover in this media cast. Okay, part one, we're going to uh, introduce the teams, uh, or really the countries in the group, uh, giving the location and population of each. For part two, we'll do an overview of each team's history and recent form. So in the case of teams that did appear in the previous African Cup, uh, which in this group is just Morocco, this will be a summary with links in the show notes to the full version history done in 2021. And in the case of teams that weren't covered in the previous tournament, which is the other three, we'll give an overview of their world, regional, and local histories with a deep dive into their history in the African Cup Finals. Yes, and that's the main section of the uh, media cast. But in part uh, three, we uh, will give a comparison of the teams in ranking, uh, in their rankings, head-to-head records, and their odds. And we'll begin with the discussion of their prospects and Oh, sorry, we'll end with the discussion of their prospects and our predictions. All right, are you ready to get into it? I am ready. Let's get going with uh, part one. So Connor's going to introduce a little about the countries. That's right. Um, so we'll begin with Morocco. 
Um, their soccer nickname is the Atlas Lions. Uh, Morocco has a population of about uh, 37.8 million people. So that's actually kind of similar to where we are in Canada. And Morocco is a country in the far northwest of Africa. Um, the Atlas Mountains run through it. Um, and it's uh, got the Atlantic Ocean on one side of the mountain chain and the Sahara Desert on the other. You, uh, you know that from personal experience, right? That's true. I, I did visit Morocco in 2019, and it's a, it's a beautiful country, great diversity of landscapes, uh, wonderful people, great food. Um, yeah, really great country. Super. Okay. Uh, second country is uh, Congo or Democratic Republic of Congo? Yeah, Democratic Republic of Congo, which we'll just call Congo DR here. Uh, their nickname is the Leopards. Uh, their population is 102 million people. Um, that's the fourth largest in Africa. And it's also very large geographically. Um, it's a huge country that's right in the center of Africa, um, just a, almost landlocked actually. Um, and it kind of follows um, the Congo River Basin, um, which drains Central Africa. All right. Well, team number three is Zambia. Zambia, their nickname, uh, the nickname of the soccer team is Chipolo Polo, which means the copper bullets. Uh, copper is, mining is a big industry there. Um, their population is 20.6 million. And Zambia is a landlocked country in South Central Africa, and it actually just lies to the south of Congo DR. Right, and uh, I guess in the same area then is uh, Tanzania. Yeah, Tanzania, a country that borders both of those two. Um, their soccer nickname is the Taifa Stars. Taifa is a Swahili word for country. Uh, their population is 67.4 million people. It's the fifth largest uh, population in Africa. And it's a large country in East Africa, um, bordering uh, Democratic Republic of Congo and Zambia, as I said. It borders those on its west, um, and to the east lies the Indian Ocean. All right. Well, uh, let us uh, look at that in comparison to each other. So, yeah, so uh, yeah. country in terms of population, which is what we're focusing on here, is Congo DR at 102 million people, so quite a large country. Uh, following that is Tanzania at 67.5 million people. After that is Morocco at 37.8 million people. Um, again, a decent sized country. I think it's 11th uh, overall in Africa. And then finally, Zambia has a population of 20.6 million. So all countries that are decently large in their own right, we don't kind of have a, a really small country as we've seen some around a million people in Africa competing in this tournament, um, but all pretty large countries here. All right, I have a flag representation of the size. Uh, what do you think, Connor? Looks pretty good to me. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll make Zambia a little bit smaller there. But uh, there we go. As you say, all fairly big countries um, in Africa. Let us begin by looking at the history then, and we'll begin with uh, uh, Morocco, in which case we will uh, just do the uh, summary because we covered that in, um, in the... Uh, 2021 uh, African Cup, and uh, do you want to take it away? Tell us uh, what they're like. Sure. So in terms of strength, Morocco is a top-tier team in Africa. They have reached the World Cup six times and have come close three other times besides that. Having passed the group stage in 1986, 
they became the most successful African team with their fourth place finish at the 2022 World Cup. Their African Cup record is less impressive. Their five finishes in the top four, including second place in 2004 and a title win in 1976, constitutes an argument for top tier. However, their generally weak results outside of that are cause to question it. Both before and after that 2004 result, they almost invariably were knocked out at the group stage if they reached the cup at all. That third tier level record has been rectified with better results in recent years. All right. And uh, do you want to take the recent performance? Actually, I usually do the longer history and you the more recent one. So we kind of blew that. Yeah, I'll carry on then. So in terms right. of recent performance, uh, 2017 marked an upturn in their results. They passed the group stage of the African Cup for the first time since 2004 and did so for the following three cups. They also qualified for the World Cup in 2018 for the first time in 20 years, and their success in 2022 truly puts them in the top tier currently. In the 2018 World Cup, their performance deserved better than a group stage exit, and likewise, their uh, 2021 African Cup performance deserved better results than, uh, than a quarterfinal finish. Morocco really seemed to be enjoying the strongest period of their history. Yes. Uh, are you a bit surprised by that? Their African Cup record uh, a little uh, less impressive than I thought, especially since the turn of the century there. I'm very surprised, yeah, because I remember them in the World Cup in 1998. But um, basically, after that, with 2004 sides, it was not qualifying or getting knocked out. So that really does surprise me how long that kind of weak period lasted. I think of them as a team that should be getting past the group stage. Yeah, yeah, and we called them kind of a top-tier team, but uh, uh, really not so much in the African Cup, kind of a bit on and off there. Yeah. Okay, that's a uh, summary of Morocco's uh, longer history and recent history, but now we'll look at the recent history in uh, more detail. So basically, uh, from the African Cup 2021 onwards, so... Uh, how did they fare in the African Cup there? Yeah, so they started the qualifying campaign weekly with a home draw against neighbours Mauritania. They also tied them on the road, but they otherwise beat Central African Republic and Burundi twice uh, to comfortably finish first in their qualifying group. Um, the tournament started well for them with wins over Ghana and Comoros, followed by a draw with Gabon that still saw them finish in first place. Um, in the round of 16, they... Uh, defeated Malawi before uh, playing Egypt in the quarterfinals. Um, that game finished 1-1, but Egypt got a goal in extra time. So Morocco went out at the last eight. Right. A uh, bit of a tough matchup there. And we said uh, um, they probably deserved better from that tournament, hey? They played quite well in that Egypt game and were more on the front foot. So, yeah, a bit unlucky to lose that one. All right. Well, the next uh, thing we'll cover or look at is the Arab Cup in 2021. We're kind of using this to replace the local cup because uh, North African teams uh, don't have a local cup. And actually, the Arab Cup is quite the opposite. It, uh, it covers two confederations, Asian and African teams. And uh, let's see how they did. This was at the end of 2021. That's right. So um, in the Arab Cup, they were given automatic entry. Some teams did have to qualify. Um, and uh, they actually won all three games. There were wins over Palestine, Jordan, and Saudi Arabia, 
uh, without conceding, actually. Um, in the quarterfinals, they met uh, North African rivals Algeria. Um, the match finished 1-1 after 90 minutes, 2-2 after extra time, and then Morocco ultimately lost in penalties, 5-3. So um, Algeria were eventual finalists, but uh, Morocco uh, losing in narrow margins at the quarterfinals there. Right, and Algeria, the uh, champions in the 2019 African Cup. So another uh, pretty difficult pairing uh, from Morocco at the quarterfinal stage there. Uh, let's uh, move on now to the World Cup. Of course, we said this was a, a really great performance. Let's look at it in detail. Yeah, and it started well in the in qualifying. Um, they actually had a difficult group. When you look at, they were grouped with uh, four teams that, or three other teams that were all in the previous uh, African Cup. Um, but they won all six of their games. Uh, that's defeating Guinea-Bissau, Guinea, and Sudan. And they finished with a goal difference of plus 19 from their six matches. Um, they had to play a playoff to get into the World Cup. They met Congo DR, who they meet here. And after tying on the road, they won 4-1 at home to convincingly go through to the World Cup. Um, at the World Cup, they were put in quite a difficult-looking group with um, Belgium, Croatia, and Canada. Um, and... After tying Croatia, Morocco won their next two games and actually topped the group. Um, so quite an achievement. Uh, in the round of 16, they met Spain, who they defeated in penalties. They then beat Portugal before meeting France in the semifinal, where they, I guess, just ran out of steam and lost 2-0, seeking to become the first uh, African team in the final. Um, didn't quite make it, but in the third-place match, um, they met Croatia, their group mates. Um, Morocco lost this time. It was a 2-1 defeat. But fourth place at the World Cup, no African team had gone further. So um, it was quite an achievement, quite a run for Morocco. Yeah, so they're uh, coming in off that uh, uh, strong performance because actually when we look at the, uh, uh, their qualifying for the African Cup here, um, uh, that was played before the World Cups, uh, but let's see how they got here. Yeah, they got here relatively comfortably again. Um, their four-team group became a three-team group when uh, Zimbabwe was disqualified. Um, they did lose on the road to South Africa, um, but they beat them at home and beat Liberia twice to finish in first place with nine points. So um, easy qualification where two out of the three teams were qualifying anyways. Right, and uh, there we go. So, sorry, that was my mistake. I was thinking that uh, the results were based on World Cup qualifying, but uh, I was mistaken there. So, yeah. uh, yes, uh, there we go. So, Morocco uh, in the Cup and uh, the Pot 1 team. So, let's move on to the Pot 2 team. That is uh, Congo DR. And uh, in this case, we are going to kind of do the full... Uh, the full deal because they were not part of the uh, 2021 um, or uh, 2021 African Cup. So let's begin uh, with a look at their participation and uh, achievements. If you want to take it away, there. So Congo DR played as Congo Leopoldville and then Congo Kinshasa in the 1960s. They were Zaire from 1970s from 1970s to 1997, and then Congo DR after that. 
Their entry for the 1970 World Cup was not accepted, so they first entered qualification in 1974. They withdrew in 1978 and didn't enter in 1986, but have participated consistently since 1990. Their African Cup history began earlier in 1965. Here too, they missed tournaments paralleling their World Cup record, not entering in 1978 and withdrawing in 1984, but they've been consistent from 1986 onwards. The Central African group they are part of does not have a local cup, but Congo DR did participate as a guest in the 2016 Kosafa Cup for Southern African uh, nations. Right, joining the uh, Southern African group. Uh, okay, well, in terms of overall strength, Congo DR is an inconsistent team, ranging from top team uh, top tier performances to third tier. Certainly, their strongest period. Uh, when they were known as Zaire, was top tier uh, with their only World Cup qualification there and their only African Cup titles, uh, two of them earned in 1968 and 1974. They did have other good periods. Uh, a string of finishes beyond the group stage surrounded their third place finish in the 1998 African Cup and following the 2015 Cup where they also finished third, um, uh, making that kind of a third strong period. Uh, those did not coincide with good results in World Cup qualifying as the first strong period did. And in fact, outside of those periods, they've done well to even reach the African Cup. So all in all, it can be viewed as a pattern of slow waves of strength and weakness. And um, uh, keeping up with that analogy, those waves have been speeding up in recent years. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to zoom in a little bit uh, with the World Cup uh, uh, overview, a bit of a closer look at their World Cup history. Um, so go ahead. So shortly, shortly after becoming a football nation, known then as Zaire, they had an incredible run reaching the 1974 World Cup Finals. They were out of their league once there, losing all three games. Um, despite reaching the final round of qualifying from 1998, they didn't come close again until 2006, where they finished second in the qualifying group, but still five points behind the single qualifying team. They did not reach the final round after that until 2018, where they fell only one point behind Tunisia, who advanced. 2022 looks similar on paper, passing a group stage to reach a final playoff with Morocco, who beat them to advance. However, that campaign was a bit less convincing than it seemed. So all in all, just one World Cup appearance for Congo DR. Yeah, but a couple of uh, a couple of fairly close uh, uh, brushes with it again. Uh, we'll also uh, zoom in a little bit uh, more on the um, on their African Cup record. So uh, shortly, uh, sorry, uh, as in the World Cup, they got off to a good start here, uh, winning the 1968 and then the 1974. African Cups. Uh, they disappeared into the woodwork after that, failing to enter a few cups until emerging strong again in the 1990s all the way until 2006, uh, reaching the cup every time and passing the group stage six out of the eight times in that period. Uh, and it peaked in 1998 with a third place finish there. 
After three non-qualifications in a row following 2006, they returned to regular participation in 2013 and here too passed the group stage three of the four tournaments, uh, taking third place again in 2015. In 2021, though, they failed to qualify for the Cup, even though it had been recently expanded to 24 teams. Uh, okay, shall I do the uh, local cup before we do the deep dive um, into the African Cup finals? Yeah, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, it's a bit messy uh, there in Central Africa. So Congo DR is part of a local group, the Central African group. Uh, that group is currently known as UNIFAC. And I'll just say here that this and other acronyms are based on French titles for the organization. So we won't concern ourselves with the titles beyond the fact that they all re refer to Central Africa. So UNIFAC has no tournament for senior men's teams. It does for uh, youth and women's teams. However, in the past, that locality did play seven editions of the uh, UDIAC Cup, it's called, from 1984 to 1990, and 10 editions of the CMAC Cup from 2003 to 2014. However, Congo DR did not take part uh, in those tournaments, uh, were not actually even part of those groups, but they are part of the uh, UNIFAC group uh, in the complicated history of the Central African locality. Did you get all that, Connor? I, I think I did. <laughs> okay, yeah, it gets complicated. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's jump into our deep dive uh, for the um, for Congo uh, in Congo DR in the African Cup. Do you want to start us off there? Sure. So Congo Kinshasa, as it was called at the time and until the 1972 campaign, reached the African Cup on their first attempt in 1965. They were not good at the group stage there, but came back much stronger in 1968 passing the group stage to reach the semi-final, where they beat Ethiopia and then Ghana in the final to earn their very first title win. Yeah, very quick, uh, getting about their business there. Uh, well, that win automatically qualified them for the 1970 tournament, but they earned only a single draw and were knocked out at the group stage there. Returning as Zaire in 1972, uh, they won a tight group, uh, just two points separating first and fourth place. After tying Mali 3-3 in regulation time in the semi-final, uh, they lost in extra time. In a quirk of history, uh, they would meet the tournament host in every third place match they would play, just like in this tournament. Uh, and in this case, they lost here to tournament host Cameroon to finish fourth. Wow. Uh, 1974 saw them pass their group stage once again. They ousted host Egypt in the semi-final to face Zambia in the final. That game ended 2-2 in both regulation and extra time, requiring the game to be replayed two days later. Zaire won 2-0 to earn their second title. Yeah, so I wonder if, uh, if the um, teams have a long enough memory to... Uh... Uh, to recall that uh, history because they meet each other here again. 
Anyway, uh, moving on, they qualified automatically once again because of that title win in 1976, but once again earned only a single draw. And uh, a great period was abruptly over for them because over the next seven editions of the Cup, they reached it only once in 1988 and fell at the group stage there. Yeah, so we'll jump ahead to 1992. Um, this lifted them out of their fallow 15-year period, and they passed the group stage in the next four editions. Uh, reaching the quarterfinals three times, they were knocked out by Nigeria twice and Ghana once. In 1998, though, they beat Cameroon at that stage and took South Africa to extra time in the semifinal. They lost there, though, leading to a thrilling encounter with host Burkina Faso in the third place match. With the halftime score only 1-0, the host made it 3-0 by 56 minutes, but the comeback did not start until 76. It was 3-1 even at 86 minutes, but four goals, three of them by Congo DR, left the score 4-4 at the end of regulation time. Uh, the penalty shootout was gifted to them, really, because Burkina Faso missed two of their first three shots shot so uh, an epic comeback in the 1998 uh third place match yeah i'm once again uh, meeting the hosts uh, in the third place match there and uh, that tournament proved the peak of a second strong period as the next four editions saw them knocked out uh, at the group stage twice and uh in the quarterfinals twice and that was by senegal in 2002 uh, Senegal, who went on to their best World Cup performance later that year. And uh, in 2006, they were knocked out by Egypt, who would go on to win three titles in a row. So a bit unlucky with the partners that they met in the quarterfinals there. Yeah. A poor period followed, though. Uh, Congo DR failed to qualify for three editions straight and returned only in 2013. Though they were knocked out at the group stage there, it was the start of a third strong period. 2015 was the peak of it, with another third place finish, uh, beating rivals Congo, uh, falling to Ivory Coast in the semi-final, and as in 1998, beating the host, uh, Equatorial Guinea, to take third place. Right, so meeting the host again, and uh, that strong period actually continued by passing the group stage uh, over the next two tournaments falling to Ghana in 2017 and to the surprising Madagascar on penalties in the tournament's first round of 16 in 19, uh, sorry, in 2019. However, the period ended with uh, failing to qualify for the 2021 edition, which is the first thing we will look at uh, in our uh, recent look. But overall, Connor, what do you make of their uh, longer history? Um, a bit up and down, of course. Um, I mean, the two title wins are impressive, though they were many, many years ago um, when there were fewer teams competing. But um, yeah, kind of an interesting team. Inconsistency is kind of what comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we may think, uh, we may kind of underrate them because they didn't make the 2021 African Cup. But, you know, they're a team that regularly reaches the Cup and fairly regularly passes the group stage, too. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, take a look at when they didn't pass the group stage, though. That was in the most recent cup in uh, 2021. What happened, Connor? 
Yeah, it was a, a bit of a disastrous campaign because they came in as the number one seed in the group, um, along with Gabon, Angola, and Gambia. Um, but they finished third in the group stage. Um, they actually tied their first three games and only lost once. That was an uh, away game to Gabon, who bested them. Um, they themselves bested group winners Gambia, um, but the damage was done um, by the fact that they only won one of their games at home, and that was that final one against Gambia. So it was a very tight group. Gambia and Gabon had 10 points and Congo DR9, but uh, they nevertheless were the third-place team with only the top two advancing. So um, they missed out. Yeah. Well, a, a, a ghastly result, but really not not a terrible performance there. No, I mean, only one defeat, I guess, is one way to look at it, but only two wins, um, you know, as a number one seed is, I guess, the other way, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit inconsistent, but, uh, uh, um, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that more later. Let's move on to their uh, next campaign. That's the World Cup in 2022. Yeah, so um, they were um, a pot one team again, but actually the weakest of the pot one teams. Um, their uh, campaign in the, the four-team group stage got off to a bit of a weak start with ties against Tanzania and Benin, but they improved after that, um, beating Madagascar, who they did lose to on the road, but then beating Tanzania and Benin um, at the end to finish first place in the group. Um, it was close, though. It was just a point ahead of Benin, but um, an important finish because only one team, um, the group winners, made it to the playoff. And as we saw in that playoff, they met Morocco, who they meet here. And despite time Morocco at home, they were beaten heavily on the road. So it was Morocco and not Congo that qualified for the World Cup. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, another fairly close brush with the World Cup, but uh, ultimately uh, a fairly weak performance compared to what we saw with uh, Morocco. Yeah, um, certainly not bad to win the group and to get within a final step, considering they have only been to one World Cup before, and that was in the 70s. Um, but yeah, they were outclassed by Morocco in that two-legged. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say, because it wasn't a weak performance. But uh, uh, I think that uh, going into that final round, that was one of the more uh, lopsided uh, uh, pairings at the final playoff stage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we don't have a local cup for uh, uh, Congo DR, uh, and so uh, African Cup 2023 qualifying is the most recent campaign for them. Yeah, it, they got off to a very poor start. They lost at home to Gabon and then lost away to eventual bottom finishers, Sudan. Um, so it looked, you know, desperate at that point, but they turned it around and won their next four games. Um, even if their away win in Mauritania was awarded to them. Um, they had tied initially, but um, Congo was given the three points. Um, so yeah, there's those uh, four points or four wins from the last four games. Um, actually saw them top the group with 12 points ahead of Mauritania and qualify for this tournament. Right, and uh, we've seen in a couple of campaigns that they tend to get off to weak start, uh, weak starts, and then uh, if they do end up doing well, it's because they pick up steam. Um, I wonder if that'll be significant in the in the cup here. Yeah, it's an interesting observation, but certainly true over their recent qualifying campaigns. Right. 
Okay, well, that's our look at uh, Congo DR, and now it's time to move on to what I confess, Connor, to be my favorite uh, African team, Zambia. All right. <laughs> so we're going to uh, do the full deal on, on Zambia, too, because they also were not part of the 2021 uh, African Cup. So we begin with a look at their overall participation and achievement and, uh, and then their strength. So Zambia has consistently entered both World Cup and African Cup qualifying since 1970. They've never failed to participate in World Cup qualification and withdrew only once from the African Cup. That was in 1988. They are also members of COSAFA, which is the Council of Southern African Football Associations, which is made up of 13 countries in Southern Africa. And they've never missed any of its 25 editions held since 1997. Right. Well, in terms of strength, Zambia, uh, like Congo DR, ranges from being a top-tier team to a third-tier one. They've never reached the World Cup, uh, although they were close in 1974 and even closer in 1994. Uh, those two years parallel good showings in the African Cups, uh, coming second in the 1974 and the 1994 editions of that competition. While 1974 was a fairly isolated success, as was a third place finish in 1982, uh, 1994 was a strong period uh, in the 1990s in general that saw them reach the semi-finals three out of four cups, all the more impressive and poignant because their entire team was killed in a plane crash in the midst of it. Actually, not the entire team, Connor. They had three uh, European-based European players who were not on the plane. Uh, anyway, motivated at the 20-year uh, anniversary of that, Zambia earned their best result, an African Cup title in 2012, and Gabon, and yeah, the tournament took place in Gabon, which is where the disaster happened. Uh, unlike 1974 and 1994, there was no reflection in, uh, in their World Cup play. Uh, and in fact, outside of those periods, Zambia is uh, a third-tier team, struggling to reach the Cup and knocked out of the group stage if they do. Wow, an amazing story, especially with that African Cup win. Is that, uh, that kind of history and backstory what uh, enamors you so much? Yeah, it's a big part of it because uh, I was uh, able to watch the games in the uh, in 2012 there, so uh, that was quite emotional. It's also why I like Elf Renard, uh, their coach, not just because of the uh, cool way he dresses. Yeah, that's right. He's a charismatic guy, and uh, he was the coach, of course, of Zambia when they won it. Yes, that's right. Uh, and interestingly, by the way, the coach of Morocco for a time as well. Yeah. Uh, let's take a bit of a closer look at uh, the World Cup uh, uh, history. All right. So 1994 was Zambia's closest approach to the World Cup. Um, a touching story because of the Gabon air disaster, which you mentioned, um, the plane crashing en route to a qualifier against Senegal. Um, the new team amazingly completed the qualification, missing USA 1994 by finishing just one point behind Morocco. That had been only the second time they reached the final round of qualification, having done so in 1974, though they finished far behind the group winner, who was also Morocco, um, that time. After 1994, though, they reached the final round of every edition except for 2014 and 2022, but were outclassed once there. 
finishing in the bottom half every time. That should have been the case in 2018, given the tough group they were in with Algeria, Nigeria, and Cameroon. Yikes. Uh, however, <laughs> they surprised, as they sometimes do, by finishing second. However, it was not very close to reaching the cup, as they finished five points behind Nigeria. Yeah, so part of the other reason I like them is uh, just a very interesting, uh, interesting history. Uh, anyway, let's look at the African Cup uh, in overview. So Zambia failed to reach most of the early African Cups, uh, reaching the finals in only four of the ten editions before 1990. They did sometimes surprise, though, uh, finishing second in 1974 there and third in 1982. Uh, 1974 was a brief spike in their form, uh, paralleling that good year in World Cup qualification. Uh, but the 1990s began a legitimate good period, amazingly not interrupted by their losses uh, of the Gabon air disaster, which actually was in April 1993. Uh, they finished in the top uh, in the top three, three of the four times from 1990 to 1996, uh, finishing second in 1994. So in terms of their record, you would never know anything happened. Yeah, really amazing. Yeah, uh, they continued to reach the finals consistently, uh, missing only in 2004, but they were knocked out of the group stage every time until 2010. Uh, reaching the quarterfinals in 2010 for the first time in 14 years was the only indication of what was to come in 2012. Motivated by the tournament being uh, hosted by Gabon, the site of the disaster, they were led by manager Herb Renard to an unlikely victory. Uh, following that glorious year, though, they were knocked out of the group stage in the following two cups and then failed to reach three cups in a row from 2017 to 2021. Uh, and missing three cups in a row uh, had never happened in their history uh, before. Yeah, and two of those cups featured 24 teams, so pretty amazing that they failed to make it, actually. Yeah, yeah, they really, uh, really fell into a slump there, which they are hopefully coming out of now. Um, okay, we're just gonna do the uh, local cup record before we jump into the deep dive. And uh, the Kosava is probably, uh, uh, well, one of the strongest uh, local tournaments in Africa. And their record in the Kosava Cup, which as you said, is the Council of Southern African uh, football teams, uh, it does reflect their strong periods in African Cup play to a degree. They did win the local cup uh, in the periods of strength that we described uh, in the mid-1990s and in 2013. Uh, but it doesn't reflect their record in that um, the record of the Kosava Cup is much stronger overall, so it doesn't really reflect the weak periods that they had in the bigger cups. They've done really well here with seven titles over the 19 editions and only once in 2021 did they fail to pass the group stage. So uh, another kind of indication of their recent slump there. Yeah, interesting parallel. Right, yeah. Okay, now it is time for us to uh, uh, jump into the deep dive. So Zambia... Uh, um, their first successful qualification came in their third attempt, that was in 1974. They finished second in the group behind host Egypt um, and beat Congo in extra time um, of the semi-final to face Zaire in the final. 
Um, this game we've talked about already. Um, it was uh, ended in the draw, but not resolved um, in extra time. Um, so it had to be replayed. Though 55,000 watched the first game, only 1,000 people attended two days later uh, to watch Zambia ultimately lose to Zaire. But second place was nevertheless an impressive result. Right. Uh, Zambia failed actually to reach the following edition in 1976. And that actually established a pattern of reaching every second cup, a pattern that would last until 1990. So uh, no tournament in 1976 for them, but in 1978, a 1-1-1 record was not enough to see them pass the group stage. Missing in 1980, they opened 1982 with a loss to Algeria. The third game against Nigeria would decide second place in the group, and they impressively won 3-0. A loss to host Libya in the semi-final sent them to the third place match, which they won, uh, beating Algeria this time, having lost, uh, yeah, having lost to them earlier on. Right. Uh, well, failing to reach the finals in 1984 and uh, in 1988, uh, they did reach the tournament in 1986, but they fell at the group stage in a fairly weak showing there. Uh, the pattern would predict that they reached the cup in 1990, and uh, so they did. Um, but now a new pattern took hold, and that was one of consistently reaching the cup. Uh, because from 1990 to 2015, they missed only one edition of the cup. And um, 1990 uh, was a third-place finish for them. Uh, it began a strong period. They were undefeated in the group stage in that 1990 edition and fell to Nigeria in the semi-final to eventually finish third. And then in 1992, it was a quarter-final finish going out to Ivory Coast in extra time. The 1994 tournament took place just less than a year after the Gabon air disaster. And in fact, two players who had been European based and weren't on the flight were part of this rebuilt team. They went all the way to the final where they met Nigeria. After exchanging goals in the first five minutes, Nigeria won the game, uh, scoring shortly after halftime. Right. Uh, amazingly, the team continued to do well, uh, taking third place in 1960, sorry, 1996, where they were again undefeated in the group stage. And uh, they beat Egypt, uh, but then were knocked out by Tunisia in the semi-final and uh, beat Ghana to take third place. Yeah, another medal for them, though. Yeah. Um, but their strength diminished from there. Um, Zambia did reach the following three cups, but were knocked out at the group stage uh, in each and actually earned fewer points every time. It hit bottom in 2004, the only year in this long period they did not qualify. But they returned in 2006 to reach the group stage uh, then and also in 2008. 2010 saw them once again pass the group stage, but they were knocked out by Nigeria on penalties in the quarterfinals. Right, and uh, at the risk of repetition here, uh, 2012 was that emotional cup for Zambia. Uh, the tournament was actually uh, co-hosted by Gabon uh, almost 20 years, actually 19 years after the disaster. And uh, more specifically, it had occurred after a takeoff from a refueling stop in Libreville, Gabon. 
while all of Gambia's games actually took place in Equatorial Guinea, the co-host of the tournament, the final was in Libreville itself. And there they went scoreless to uh, with Ivory Coast and the match went to penalties. <laughs> it's pretty dramatic, uh, so we'll tell the story. Each team scored their five regulation shots and the two shots after. So if you think about it, uh, it was leaving the matter to the reluctant penalty takers. But for Ivory Coast, they had some big names coming up. Uh, English star or star in the English league, Yaya Toure, stepped up and he missed the eighth penalty. But unfortunately, Zambia missed theirs too, so they failed to take advantage of it. Ivory Coast had another English star up their sleeve, uh, Gervinho, and he missed the ninth penalty. Uh, and then Zambia didn't spurn this apparent gift and defender Stopila Sunza, uh, Sunzu uh, stepped up to score the glorious winner. So a real thrilling end to the uh, tournament there. Yeah, and that was an Ivory Coast team kind of in full flight of their golden generation. Drogba, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so quite a victory. Uh-huh. Um, as if spent by that exertion, though, Zambia declined after the tournament knocked out at the group stage in the following two cups, and then not qualifying for three in a row after that. 2019 marked only the, marked the, the only time they've missed two in a row since 1992, and then missing three in a row by failing to qualify in 2021 um, was a first. Right, so that is the uh, interesting history of Zambia, and we will take a look at how they've been doing uh, recently, actually not so bad in their local cup. We're just going to, uh, that tournament's played pretty much every year. So we'll just look at the last one in detail. But in 2019, they did win uh, that Southern African uh, Cup. Um, but we won't go into detail. Let's look at their African Cup in 2021. Um, so Zambia were bested by group winner Algeria and exchanged home win with last pace last place Botswana um, and actually home losses with Zimbabwe. Um, they lost out to Zimbabwe uh, despite beating them away in the final game. Uh, they finished a point behind Zimbabwe um, who took the last qualifying spot. So those Zambia came came in seated second, then ended up coming third in the qualifying group. So disappointing for them. Uh, two wins, a draw and three losses. Uh, saw them narrowly miss out on the tournament. Right, and disappointing also because that was the third time in a row. Uh, in the local cup in 2021, that was actually one of their worst performances uh, at the local cup. So really, uh, almost the the bottom of a uh, of a bad period for them here. They were knocked out in the first round, and those are mostly uh, third tier teams uh, in the region, which is why they they do well. So a, a pretty poor performance. Uh, let's see how they did in their World Cup 2022 qualifying campaign. Yeah, so they entered at the group stage. Um, there they came in as the second seed, but were actually bested by fourth seed Equatorial Guinea, who finished ahead of them. They lost to Algeria twice and beat Mauritania twice, but they finished third in the group stage. Um, sorry, um, I said Algeria, I meant Tunisia. Um, Tunisia were the group winners and were the team that advanced to the qualifying spot. Yeah, just one team advancing uh, from that group. 
back to the local cup. Uh, they actually were winners of the 2022 uh, Kosafa Cup. But again, there's one more to come. So, uh, well, let's take a look at it uh, right away here. So, 2023 Kosafa Cup, do you want to talk us through and maybe see some of the teams that are in this locality? Yeah, so um, again, not every team sends their top players. Um, Zambia lost to Malawi, um, but uh, then beat Comoros and Seychelles, two small island nations, uh, to finish second in the group in advance. Uh, in the semi-final, they met South Africa, so um, arguably the biggest team in the in the group. But Zambia beat them two one, and then they uh, met Lesotho in the final um, and uh, beat them one nil to uh, uh, regain their crown. Yeah, there we go. So a good showing by Zambia. And I got to say, a good showing by Lesotho, which is usually a pretty weak team. Uh, okay, and then uh, the most recent campaign has been the one to, that got them to this cup. So um, let's talk about how they did. Yeah, they were grouped with Ivory Coast. Um, they lost their opener in Ivory Coast, but they didn't lose again. They would win four straight before uh, tying their final game uh, away in Comoros. But it actually didn't affect them much as they still finished first place in the group ahead of Ivory Coast uh, with both those teams advancing to this tournament. Yeah, actually a tie against uh, almost any African team on the road is pretty good. But uh, I'm most impressed by the 3 nothing home win over Ivory Coast there. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty convincing statement victory. And actually, they ended up finishing first place on goal differential. So it was significant. Um, from that perspective as well yeah that's true okay that brings us to the end of zambia and now we turn our attention to the uh, fourth team uh, tanzania so we'll begin with an overview of their participation and uh, strength tanzania joined world cup play in 1974 but withdrew from the following tournament they missed two in a row in 1990 and 94 but have participated consistently from 1998 they withdrew two from their first entry to the African Cup in 1968 and went on to withdraw from five tournaments up until 1994. From 1996, they've never failed to complete a qualification. Their local group is uh, Kasafa, a grouping of Central African teams. They withdrew from four of the eight Sakafa Cup editions since 1973, most recently in 2000. Yes, and in terms of strength, Tanzania is a third or even sometimes a fourth-tier uh, team in Africa. A fourth-tier team is defined by rarely passing a preliminary stage of qualification or finishing at the bottom uh, if the first round is a group stage. And uh, Tanzania has had such campaigns. Generally, though, they're a bit more competitive than that. But though they may pass a preliminary, they generally finish in the bottom half of, uh, of a group. However, they overcame that to reach the African Cup in 1980 and in 2019. Um, in both cases, they were knocked out at the group stage. They've won two of the 38 Sikafa, or Central African Cups, since its rebranding in 1973. Uh, these were in 1995 and when they hosted in 2010. So let's take a... Oh, sorry. Nope, sorry, I was just yeah, uh, over yeah, we'll make up. <laughs> We're overlapping each other. Uh, Connor's going to bring us the uh, bit of a closer look at the World Cup uh, here. 
From 1974 uh, until 2010, uh, Tanzania did nothing better than making it to a second knockout round. Since they had dropped out of an almost completed group stage in 1994, 2010 became the first group stage as well as their most competitive performance. They have been reasonably competitive since, passing any preliminary rounds and finishing third in their semi-final round groups. They remain far, however, from the final round. Right, and uh, I'll give you the uh, regional cup or African cup um, uh, overview. So until reaching the expanded 2019 African cup, their single qualification, as we said, was in, in 1980. They had come close in 1974, but not otherwise. They passed preliminary stages about half of the time, but fell in round two knockouts when they did, mildly competitive at best. Their first group round qualification was in 1992, and they went undefeated at home. However, losing all road games saw them finishing last, and it was similar in 1996 when they won four of five games at home, but lost all on the road. From 2000 to 2004, they lost all games in over three qualifying campaigns, uh, which included a group round, uh, one group round and knockouts at the hands of Burundi and traditional foes Mauritius. After a competitive campaign in 2008, they generally finished third of four in their groups, taking some points at the game level, but never threatening at the campaign level. 2019, though, saw them competitive enough to take second in their group and thereby reach the expanded cup. Uh, there, as in 1980, though, they were unable to pass the group stage. And uh, before our deep dive, we'll take a look at the uh, local cup. And uh, there are kind of two, um, two Central African groups. The one Tanzania is part of is with uh, uh, countries like Uganda and Kenya. Uh, Tanzania's local group is uh, actually the Council for East and Central African Football Associations. And they participate in the uh, Sikafa Cup. And interestingly, it's the oldest tournament in Africa, one of the oldest tournaments in the world, in fact, with the first edition way back in 1926. Uh, so it has undergone changes in name and membership, and it received its current name in a 1973 rebranding. Sadly, though, its impressive history has fallen apart in recent years, with several tournaments being cancelled and the tournament eventually becoming an under-23 tournament in 2021. So uh, the future of the local tournament uh, is a bit unclear. Uh, the region or the, the localities made up of third-tier teams or lower. So Tanzania is one of the strongest teams in this uh, Sakafa region, behind uh, Uganda and Kenya. They won the title in 2010 when they hosted and came fourth in the next three tournaments, but they've grown weaker since, not even passing a group stage in 2017. However, they took fourth place in the last edition, which was in 2019. All right, now it's time for our deep dive, but honestly, it's not very deep because they've only uh, been to two tournaments. Do you wanna, do you wanna <laughs> talk us through that one? Yeah, um, so really for Tanzania, reaching the tournaments proved the main achievement because once there, they were they were out of their depth. Um, so in 1980, they lost their opening game to Nigeria and were out after losing the second to Egypt. 
Uh, a draw with Ivory Coast salvaged some pride, but still left them in last place. Yeah, and that draw would prove their only uh, African Cup finals points because in their next tournament uh, in 2019, they lost all three games. Um, realistically, they were grouped with uh, the two teams that would play the final. Uh, so they really only had hopes of taking points against the other team, uh, Kenya, uh, Algeria and Senegal with the two strong teams in the group. Uh, their game against Kenya proved a competitive 3-2 uh, loss, but unfortunately it was another last place finish for Tanzania. All right, and that uh, brings us to the 2021, which is our uh, first uh, a first look at their recent history. So we'll look at these ones in uh, more detail. All right, so starting with qualifying for the 2021 African Cup, Tanzania went undefeated at home, uh, beating Equatorial Guinea and Libya and suffering only a draw with group winner Tunisia, but they lost all three on the road. Uh, that uh, meant they finished third in the group uh, behind Equatorial Guinea. Um, Surprisingly, actually ahead of Libya, who were the second seed in the group, but it wasn't enough for Tanzania to qualify for the most recent tournament. Right, and we have seen that uh, that pattern of being quite quite strong at home, but quite or very poor on the road. Uh, but uh, that is not the case uh, in their World Cup 2022 <laughs> campaign, where it was kind of the opposite. Yeah, strangely. Um, their journey started with a... Uh, uh, qualifying uh, preliminary match up with Burundi. Um, both matches went 1-1, that's the home and away tie, but Tanzania won in a penalty shootout at home. Um, that put them in the group stage, um, and it, here their home form was, was weak, as you mentioned. They beat Madagascar, but lost to both Benin and Congo DR. Um, but on the road, they were undefeated, beating Benin and uh, tying their other two matches. So. Overall, it wasn't a bad campaign. It left them with two wins, two draws, and two losses. Um, but they were three points behind Congo DR for the the one place, um, the one playoff spot to decide who would go to the World Cup. So uh, competitive, but ultimately a third place uh, finish uh, for Tanzania in the group stage. Right, and as we saw in that longer history, that's a fairly standard finish uh, for them in World Cup play. Uh, but they did a little bit better uh, in the 2023 qualifying campaign, the campaign for this tournament. And again, uh, that exact same pattern. It was the exact same pattern. That's a one win and two losses at home, so a bit uncharacteristic, but undefeated on the road. Um, for Tanzania, um, they, they lost at home to Algeria, but tied them on the road, and actually what proved a crucial point um, in their final game uh, they otherwise um, shared home and away wins with Uganda and then uh, bested Niger. Uh, Niger. So uh, as the chips fell, Algeria won the group. Tanzania finished second, a point ahead of Uganda, um, and the top two qualified. So uh, that's how Tanzania got to just a third African Cup. Yeah, so uh, uh, doing a bit better than their third place finish, uh, reaching it to second and uh, reaching the cup. Uh, okay, well, we move on now to uh, section three or part three of the uh, media cast. So 
Uh, we're going to kind of look at the teams in comparison to each other. Um, we begin by looking at the pots that they came from. Yeah, so Morocco is the pot one team, and actually they are the highest ranked team in Africa currently. Not really a surprise given their uh, run to the semifinal of the World Cup. They're 13th overall. Um, so yeah, Morocco, really the kind of the most difficult game or the most difficult pot one team you could be drawn against. Um, Congo or DR Congo, on the other hand, were the um, the sixth ranked team in pot two. So they were kind of just squeaked into pot two. So a bit of a discrepancy between the pot one and pot two teams. Um, Zambia came in as the uh, fourth ranked team in pot three. And Tanzania come in actually as the lowest ranked team in the entire tournament. So this group can, uh, includes the top ranked and the lowest ranked African teams um, uh, coming into this tournament. Yeah, spanning the whole range there. Uh, and that'll be uh, actually an interesting place maybe to start the discussion when we get there. Uh, but we're going to look at their FIFA rankings, both currently and uh, over the course of uh, the last 10 years or so. And we begin with uh, Morocco. Yeah, so Morocco are 13th in FIFA rankings, as I mentioned, 19th in ELO. They actually peaked at 11th in December 2022, shortly after their incredible World Cup run. Um, that's kind of a market rise um, from basically 47th uh, in June 2019 and as low as 92nd in June 2015, um, kind of before their, their upturn in form that we've seen over the last couple of years. So quite the rise for Morocco. Um, maybe they won't stay there, but uh, top 20 in both systems, very impressive. Yeah, and again, as you say, uh, a lot of that uh, due to their performance in the World Cup there. But uh, that is a very consistent rise. Ten years ago, they were basically where Congo, uh, DR, and Zambia are now. Um, so this is fairly uh, recent uh, form for uh, Morocco. And the, yeah, the question is whether they'll maintain that form. Yeah. Uh, Congo is ranked 64th in FIFA and 74th in ELO. So that's quite a drop from pot one team Morocco. Um, 69th um, is kind of where they've been for the last couple of years. They were actually in the top 40 in the FIFA rankings and as high as 28th in June 2017. Um, so they've slipped down quite a bit from where they were five years ago. But uh, they moved up a little bit recently, and I guess if they continue to qualify for tournaments, then uh, they might continue to rise further. But 69th and 74th is where they are now. Right, and uh, the FIFA rankings you described there are far more dramatic than, than the ELO rankings, which we trust more. Uh, the highest they were there was about 61st, and they did drop down uh, over, the, uh, uh, over the period and then rose back up to 74th, so uh, not so dramatic in the, in the ELO rankings there. Yeah, actually, FIFA seems kind of unnecessarily erratic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Zambia, right. meanwhile, are 82nd in FIFA and 78th in ELO. So according to the ELO rankings, they're just four points behind Congo DR in the rankings. Um, Zambia have been fairly consistent. Um, it's a bit of a rise over the last probably five years, but not by much. Um, they were uh, kind of in the 90s or, or 80s um, before that. Actually, 103rd in ELO in December 2018. So a bit of a rise, but nothing too dramatic. Yeah, and I'm a bit surprised by that because they really have been in a slump over the over the past five years. Um, 
but definitely seem to be coming out of it. And it'll be good to discuss whether uh, uh, they're really 18 points uh, behind Congo DR, uh, which the FIFA rankings have, or just four points behind which the ELO rankings have. Yeah. Uh, finally, the pot four team, Tanzania, they're 122nd in FIFA and 119th in ELO, so consistent in both systems. Um, they've been often actually in the 130s for, for their recent history, um, never really above 100. So um, they're kind of where they're at, maybe a little bit of a rise, um, but nothing dramatic, um, still kind of below that 100 mark. Yeah, and I think the uh, rise probably down to the fact that they reached two of the three uh, last African Cups. But as we saw, uh, they're a bit out of their depth once there. So we'll talk about whether we think that's going to be the case here. Yeah. Um, so there's a look at the uh, rankings. And now let's look at uh, another comparison, head-to-head -head records. This is pretty interesting. Yeah, Congo and Morocco, to start with, have a very interesting record. It's three wins apiece and seven draws. So I guess it's an it's an even record in terms of points, but that seven draws is, is a bit of a quirk, you have to say. Yeah, it really is. Uh, they have actually met three times recently. We saw in the 2022 uh, final round there, the final playoff, that uh, they tied in the first leg, but Morocco won quite convincingly in the second their most recent meeting before that was in the 2017 African Cup group stage, which, uh, uh, sorry, Congo DR won. So actually they're 1-1-1 one, one, and one, uh, over their recent meetings. All right. Uh, moving on to Morocco and Zambia. They've met quite a few times. Uh, Morocco has a winning record, but it's close. It's six wins for Morocco, just one draw, and five wins for Zambia. Yeah, uh, no real recent ones to go on here. In fact, their most uh, recent meeting was in 1998. So, uh, but still interesting that they are so evenly matched. Between Morocco and Tanzania, they've met four times. Um, Morocco has won three, but Tanzania does have one win in there as well. Right, and all of those matches were between 2012 and 2014. And uh, Tanzania did uh, uh, win the home leg at home there in 2014. We'll move on next to Congo DR versus Zambia. Um, they've met many times, um, their neighbors, of course, and have a very close record. It's five wins for Congo DR, but four draws and four wins for Zambia. Yeah, so another really interesting head-to-head uh, -head history. Not too much uh, recent, uh, though. In 2015 African Cup, they uh, met and tied 1-1. For Congo DR versus Tanzania, again, relatively close. Uh, it's three wins for Congo DR, two draws, um, and one win for Tanzania. Yeah, and they've met recently in World Cup qualifying. Uh, they tied uh, in Congo DR, um, but actually Congo DR won uh, away uh, in that case. And then finally, Zambia versus Tanzania. Again, two neighbors. Um, Zambia has a better record overall with five wins, two draws, and just one defeat. Right, and um, uh, kind of like uh, Morocco and Zambia, they haven't met uh, recently, 2004, their most recent meeting. 
Okay, well, that uh, brings us to uh, odds. And actually, um, we do like to see what the odds makers are thinking, but unfortunately, we're too far out from the tournament to do that. So uh, we are thinking of an update podcast uh, closer to the tournament, so maybe we'll get a chance uh, to see what the odds makers think there. Uh, I think we'd better uh, go back to the... Um, uh, go back to the... Uh, uh, rankings and, and take our discussion from there. So I'll just start by asking whether you think Morocco really is that far ahead of the other teams here. I mean, I guess I have to say no. Um, I mean, they they are quite ahead in the rankings, but we all know that that's because of their, uh, their run in the World Cup. I mean, take nothing away from it. They had to beat very, very good teams, beating Belgium and Spain and Portugal, um, you know, en route. Um, but, you know, I think a, a good World Cup can inflate any team's rating. So um, I think they are the clear number one team in this group, but probably not quite as much as the, the gap shows. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they're unassailable here, even though the rankings would uh, kind of suggest that. I don't think Morocco uh, are quite as strong as other first-tier teams, despite uh, despite their first-place ranking. In FIFA, and one thing I've been thinking about as we've been going through this, we saw it say with Zambia after their 2012 win, and then in a couple of other places, is uh, sometimes after a big success, the team is kind of uh, breathing out, or you know that that kind of used up all their uh, all their energy, if if you will. Um, do you think uh, Morocco might do that here? I don't necessarily think so, um, but I, I think it's possible. I mean, it's, um, you know, sometimes everything comes together in one tournament and, you know, now a year later, can you, re you know, replicate the same set of circumstances and that same togetherness? It's not, it's not probably as easy. Um, so, yeah, I, I think what you said, they're not unassailable here. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not predicting that they would have a, a catastrophic collapse, but I, I think um, just because they went on a good run in the World Cup doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go on exactly a similar run in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, like their their African Cup record is is really not that impressive. If we if we do call them a top tier team, they usually only make it to the quarterfinals. Uh, however, making it to the quarterfinals does uh, mean that they pass the group stage. So, uh, you know, maybe what we're talking about here, um, breathing out after their World Cup success will be more of a matter of in the final stages rather than in the group stage. But do you see them dropping any points? I think it's possible. I think especially um, if they have the group, you know, wrapped up or, you know, they could, you know, play a B team um in in their final match if it comes to that um i don't see them losing necessarily but yeah i think it's it's possible they drop points and i just think it is an interesting point um that you made about sometimes teams having one a great run um and not following it up and i think a lot of teams in africa have a different record in the african cup and world cup they may be strong in one but not the other and i think that just kind of shows that even even good teams are not necessarily consistent all the time yeah, and, uh, you know, we're thinking about, uh, uh, so the Morocco really do have some really good players, um, but they're playing in Europe, a lot of these guys. Uh, I'm thinking of, like, Hakim uh, Zayech and, uh, and um, 
the defender there, Ashraf. Uh, oh, Hakimi, yeah. Yeah, Hakimi, that's Ashraf Hakimi. Um, and they're pretty busy with their club play right now, so I wonder, you know, how much, how determined they'll be in this African Cup. Yeah, that's a good point, too, whether they'll all show up, right? Yeah, I mean, the African base players may feel they have more to play for than than the ones who are already uh, successful in their club careers. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, maybe the next issue to discuss is that 18-point uh, uh, difference in FIFA between Zambia and Congo DR, uh, and just four points in, uh, uh, in the ELO rankings. Uh, how close do you think these two are? Um, you know, tough to say. I might actually defer to you to answer your own question. Okay. Congo DR, they're, you know, they're the fourth largest country um, in Africa, you know, with 100 million people. Um, you know, you'd think that they, they should consistently be up there with some of the other strong African teams, and yet they're not, and they've had some inconsistent performances. So, um, you know, both for Congo DR and Zambia, their glory years, you know, were really a long time ago. Zambia, of course, did have that that 2012 World Cup, but in recent times, neither team has really kind of threatened the top tier team. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're probably fairly close, um, but I'm not sure uh, which one I would say is, is kind of a better reflection. So maybe I'll I'll turn it over to you if you have some insight. Yeah, I don't know. I think if we look at the facts, Congo DR have, you know, kind of edging them in, in every metric I measure, a slightly better head-to-head -head record, a slightly better ranking, a slightly better record over the past few years. And yet, I have a good feeling that Zambia is kind of coming back into form. I mean, we saw in their long African Cup finals history, a fairly similar pattern. They both had some periods of really good success yeah. and then some periods of uh, of uh, kind of basement. I would say Congo DR is kind of uh, in a fairly good period right now. Um, uh, uh, that's been going on for a while, and I don't think their 2021 failure to reach the African Cup uh, really is a strike against that. So I think they're in a good run of form but Zambia I maybe I feel like I, they have momentum kind of coming out of a out of a pretty poor period I, I just can't get that three nothing win over Ivory Coast out of my mind that's uh I, I don't really feel like Congo DR have done anything like that but maybe I'm just kind of creating a narrative because I like them yeah I mean, Congo DR, when they get to the African Cup, they typically pass the group stage. They were third-place finishers only in 2015, which is that not that long ago. And, and admittedly, they came very close to the World Cup, losing that playoff to Morocco. I just kind of feel like I expect a bit more from them all the time, and they don't, they don't quite deliver. Um, they've had some good players, some good European-based players too, which they have now, players in the English top flight, um, players in France, that sort of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, they can't kind of, in my mind, don't seem to kind of push on. So I maybe give them a, a slight edge, but I, I see them both as kind of coming in as second-tier teams. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Uh, they're pretty similar uh, if I kind of step back and take a look at it. Uh, I definitely agree with the ELO rankings that they're, 
uh, close to each other rather than Congo DR having uh, an 18 point advantage. I'm really frankly looking forward to it because I think both of them uh, can be quite dangerous teams, you know, so um, I'm, I'm almost thinking that uh, there's a chance that they might uh, challenge Morocco, but that would require kind of a, a bit of a lapse from Morocco too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you talked about uh, country. Sorry, did you have something to add there? Go ahead. Okay, you talked about country sizes. Well, Tanzania is one of the most disappointing teams in Africa, uh, given their population. We saw they have um, what sixty-seven million. Yeah, uh, and they're consistently kind of a third to fourth tier team. Uh, uh, fourth tier team. So uh, I'm not sure what the reason for that is, but uh, um, it looks like here too they're kind of uh, uh, just making up the numbers. Yeah, I fear that could be the case as it has been in their two other previous uh, tournaments. Um, I mean, they did well to get here. You know, they tied, um, they did tie away in Algeria, which is good. But, um, you know, they also have been losing home games. They kind of scraped in ahead of Uganda, which, you know, was good. Tanzania was actually the pot four team, so they did well to finish second and reach the cup. Um, but there's nothing that kind of stands out as, as you know, they have a huge shock or a huge um, kind of dark horse tagged coming into this. I think they will struggle. There's some pretty good teams in this group. Um, I think it might be difficult for them um, to really collect points against these teams. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I mean, we we have seen uh, we have seen a couple of teams of this strength do well in the in the African Cup recently, uh, Gambia and uh, Madagascar and stuff like that. And and kind of harking back to what I said earlier, I think those countries are kind of seeing this as wow, we reached the African Cup. This is our big opportunity, uh, yeah. you know. And I think they're highly motivated. I'm not sure Tanzania have that i mean they were at the 2019 african cup so they've kind of um you know there's not a huge thrill uh, in reaching this cup for them i just don't see much in their favor yeah i think they'll be up against it um you know a draw a draw is possible but um i think congo and dr and zambia if they're if they're playing well and playing to form I, you know i'd expect those teams to, to beat tanzania and of course morocco as well um, so, you know, they could do an upset. I, I don't see much more than a point probably, which would match their best ever total. But, um, yeah, it's always difficult coming in as the kind of the lowest ranked team as well. Um, and then being put in, um, yeah, kind of a strong group. I think it will be difficult for them. Yeah. Well, even a point could make a, a big impact on the teams above. I mean, if they, if they do, if they do take a point off, uh, uh, any of the teams above it would kind of scuttle their uh, campaign so they do have a chance of uh, playing a spoiler role here but i i don't really see them challenging uh, any of the teams above yeah i do see it quite close between congo dr and zambia i think morocco will win it tanzania will finish last in the group but uh you know if either congo or zambia tie morocco or you know conversely tie tanzania that will probably be the difference between those two teams. Um, yeah, or certainly could be, including whether a team gets through in, in, as a third-place finisher. Yeah, well, that's a, uh, that's a point, too. And that's quite possible here. If all of the teams beat uh, Tanzania, then probably they would 
have a chance of all going through. Um, I had a point uh, to, to kind of, oh, uh, you mentioned the word form. I really think this comes down to uh, form, which is quite unpredictable, uh, beyond the usual unpredictability. I think all of these teams are kind of subject to good form and bad form. So uh, I think it's really actually hard to make predictions and uh, um, anything could happen. But <laughs> on that note, I'll try to pin you down uh, to uh, giving me the prediction. Come on, Connor, lay it on me. All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, Morocco first. Um, I actually think they have a shot at winning this tournament. They come in as a top-ranked team. Um, I think with their World Cup semifinals, anything less than semifinals would be a really big disappointment. But I think they're trying to get to the final for sure. I remember their coach saying, um, you know, if we want to be the best in the world, we have to be the best in Africa first. So I think they put are putting quite a, a bit of emphasis on this tournament. They actually host the next African Cup. Um, so I think they're using this as a chance to have two good tournaments in before the next World Cup cycle. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, a I guess, a long-winded uh, um, tangent. But I do think Morocco will win the group. I think they are building towards the 2026 World Cup um, and hosting the next version. I am going to stick with the pot order. I'm going to say Congo DR second and Zambia third. And then Tanzania, I see, is fourth. All right. Well, actually, that uh, tangent you went on was good. It was. Uh, it kind of persuaded me in their favour. But uh, I'm going to say Zambia with nine points, and I don't care what happens otherwise. <laughs> but no, I, I'm just joking. Uh, I got to go with you. I am uh, really hoping for a good performance from Zambia, and maybe uh, I'm going to put them ahead of Congo DR. I think uh, Morocco not finishing first would be uh, a lapse, and and then as you said. Um, uh, there's a lot to suggest that they, they won't lapse here. So I'll say Morocco first. Uh, I can't really uh, say why, but uh, I'm going Zambia second, Congo DR third, and uh, Tanzania, I think they'd be lucky to get a point because I think it will be pretty competitive among the uh, three teams at the top. So I don't think, um, I think all of them will take that game against Tanzania quite quite seriously so as not to drop points uh, among uh, among the top teams. All right. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, discussion and of our uh, look at this group and, in, in fact, of our uh, African Cup look at the group. So uh, we will be coming out with a player podcast for these teams. We are currently finishing up the uh, Asian Cup uh, player podcast. So uh, when that's done, we'll move on to the player podcast for these teams. In terms of the groups, we might do an update podcast if we find that there's uh, kind of enough information on them to to merit it. And uh, if uh, keep your eye out in January for that, just before the cup, and uh, keep your eye out also for the player podcast for these teams, where we'll kind of uh, uh, go through and look at the candidates. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months.
We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mapa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.